Welcome, dumbheads, to MDC, the Mega Dumbcast. In this series, we're examining every single goddamn page of Alien Hunger, a quick start adventure for Vampire the Masquerade, to determine what is the dumbest thing on that page. Every episode is one page, every episode is short. If you'd like to play along at home, this is 1991's Alien Hunger, the official PDF release from White Wolf. Today we're discussing page 34 of Alien Hunger, and it's day two of our special series, Seven Must-Miss Locations in Denver, Colorado. Last time we talked about the Broad Street, I'm going to continue talking about the Broad Street because, I mean, I know you probably think I've covered every reason not to go to this bar, but believe me, there's more. This isn't going to be exhaustive, but there's shit you don't know about yet. The case has not been fully made. And then after that, we're going to turn to another possibly even more pointless location in Denver, Colorado. But first, let's wrap up the Broad Street. What do you find if you go dig around in Edward's office? Well, there's a safe, a filing cabinet, and a desk. Quote, the only thing of interest on the desk is a notepad containing the scrawled words, quote, Prester, question mark, Pasteur, question mark, UNB of D. Those are initials, UNB of D. (laughs) And it goes on to say, quote, tucked in the notepad is a picture of Louis Pasteur ripped out of an encyclopedia. Characters who remember the attack by Prester will notice a resemblance. So this could be your early clue. That's your reward for going to the Broad Street is if you go to this pointless fucking bar when there's no one else there and go into the back office and get into Edward's filing cabinet and desk, then you'll see a a, a little picture that Prince Ed ripped out of an encyclopedia and keeps safe in his desk at all times to remind him what Louis Pasteur looks like. So if for some reason you break into the Broad Street, which I don't know why you would, you know, you've been told not to go there. There are people there trying to kill you. And if you do decide to go there, openly, then, then they just welcome you. You just go have an audience with Prince Ed and everything's fine, as we saw in the story. So between avoiding it because they want to kill you and entering freely, I don't really see why you would ever break in and start rooting around in the office. But if you do, then you could get an early revelation that Jacob Prester is Louis Pasteur. And a hot tip to go check out the UNB of D, which is the United National Bank of Denver, a highly missable location in its own right. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Uh, if you make an investigation plus intelligence role here that's successful, you can kind of piece together information about Prince Ed's financial situation. It's thrilling. We find out that the Broad Street is in downtown Denver in a business section, but only a block or two away from some residences. It doesn't even have the decency to be in a seedy part of town. It's just right there in the business district, right? There, like it's on, it's on a parade route. It's the fucking Broad Street. Might as well be Main Street, USA. This, this is a wholesome ass bar. But more than anything else, what conveys the Broad Street, the vibe of goth punk Denver, and what fully solidifies Prince Ed as the man we we suspected he was, it's the music of the Broad Street. Quote, music to play when characters visit, blues of some kind, or some guitar-heavy rock from the late 60s or early 70s, Yardbirds perhaps, or early Rod Stewart. And then in parentheses, Maggie May, anyone? Maggie May. The shadowy cabal of the damned lurking in their place of power, seeking their human prey and listening to fucking Maggie May. I, and I didn't make this up. I mean, I, I was talking about the planetarium earlier and I picked some, some music for that, but that's not in the book. That's me. I'm extrapolating from the book telling you to go be a loser and, and try to be a scary vampire at the planetarium. But the book's not saying actually like this is the music that's here that, that represents the vibe or like put this on even for, for players to listen to at the table. Here, here, that's exactly what's happening. You know what's fucking goth punk? Rod Stewart. Oh, and you know what else really encapsulates the genius loci of undead goth punk Denver? 
rich white guys playing the blues in bars that they own. What could better capture the counterculture spirit of Vampire the Masquerade than three dozen of the whitest motherfuckers you've ever seen drunkenly trying to remember the words to B.B. King songs in the business district of Denver, Colorado? Here's the thing. Prince Ed, we knew he was a loser. We knew he was a little bit of a poser, kind of a sad case of a guy with a lot of money, sort of throwing his own life away. But then the question of taste comes into it when you find out about these musical choices. And not only is Prince Ed a loser, he's just got a lot of dad energy. That's the problem, really. That's what that's what I've been sensing off of him this whole time. You, you can't read this book and not come away with the sense that, like, I bet Prince Ed wears a bandana to hide his receding hairline, probably. Prince Ed talks about Good Morning Vietnam more than you would think he would. And when he does, he does a Robin Williams impression. I just... It's not even that this is like a bad type of person. It's just a person that, look, if I'm trying to get it up for vampires, I want sexy, cool vampires in my vampire game. The center of it is the prince of the city. The center of it is the eldest of the vampires, the head vampire in charge. In Denver, that is Prince Ed. The undead nightlife of goth punk Denver is like a party he's throwing every night. And at this party, they're playing Maggie Mae. So fuck this party. This party has a lot of dad energy. It's reaching a critical mass of dad population. And I'm a dad, but still I feel like I probably should just go. I should just fuck off. And, and also, these guys should fuck off. You're not allowed to sing the blues if you have a pool. Shut the fuck up. I'm pretty salty about the Broad Street, as you can tell. This barely leaves me time in my tight podcasting schedule to tell you about the second must-miss Denver, Colorado location, Prester's house. That's right. Jacob Prester, a.k.a. Louis Pasteur's house. Let's see if I can get into it in the short time that I have left. Uh, it was his house. It burned down. Quote, there is nothing worth taking in the ruins, and the only thing worth finding is the trapdoor down. What's in the trapdoor down? Just the same basement that you saw before. There's nothing extra down there. However, you can also work the investigation, the mystery angle here. Quote, vampires with auspex may wish to attempt to use psychometry on the house itself to get a feeling for their captor, and they may even believe him to still be alive and wish to locate him. Intriguing. If they do, you should roll their perception plus empathy, blah, blah, blah. Three or more successes will convince them that Prester is dead and that the fire killed him. The only interesting thing that can happen here is that you botch and you think he's still alive, which is totally wrong. Everything is exactly what you thought it was. Prester did live here. The house did burn down. He did die, and it was the fire that killed him. There's nothing here you didn't see when you were here before. There's nothing to do. No one to talk to. Unless there are cops guarding the place, in which case you can wait until the cops are gone. Thrilling. Denver is really shaping up so far, but we're only two entries into our list of must-miss locations. Join me next time when we keep this bar slash ruins crawl moving to maybe the wildest place on this list, the United National Bank of Denver on MDC, the Mega Dumbcast. This has been Mega Dumbcast. New episodes drop every day except for Sundays when all the previous week's episodes drop in one big megasode on the patrons only RSS feed. If you'd like to get access to that feed and support the show, go to patreon.com slash megadumbcast. Social media was never healthy and is now dying. So if you want to contact me, you can email me. I am megadumbcast at gmail.com. This season's theme song is Suck City by Black Math, whose work you can find at freemusicarchive.org slash music slash black underscore math. Dumbheads, I will catch you next time.